Welcome to episode 23 of The Unconventional Polyglot. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the danger of overconfidence in language learning. Thanks for listening. This is The Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed and also broken many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. Alright, so this episode is kind of a counter-slash-compliment to the last episode, which was on the danger of self-doubt while trying to learn a language. So, self-doubt can be a significant barrier and a significant problem in your language learning, but it is also possible to be too confident. And just like self-doubt, overconfidence is something that I've felt many times. Although, interestingly enough, i found that, for me at least, overconfidence tends to be stronger in the earlier stages of learning a language. And then as you get up to a certain point, somewhere around intermediate or even upper intermediate, that overconfidence tends to lessen. But it is natural when you've gotten to a point somewhere around the level of maybe A2 or possibly B1, where maybe you know over a thousand words in a language, or maybe even two thousand, and maybe you've studied the grammar enough to where it kind of makes sense to you, you may feel like, oh, hey, I know a lot about this language. I'm close to being able to go out there and, you know, live in, uh, you know, a a country where, you know, this language is spoken, or I can go into a a restaurant, I can go into a store, I can go into a hotel and book a room, or all these different common opportunities that can present themselves. And for some people, maybe it's true that at an A2 or B1 level, they could actually manage (laughs) speaking the language with, with other people. Uh, but I think for a lot of other people, if you actually take that A2 or B1 level knowledge of a language and try to have a conversation with somebody, it's going to be a real reality check. So, and I've definitely experienced this myself. So for each of my target languages where I actually have had conversations in these languages, typically the first time I have a conversation, I go into it with probably around a B1 level of knowledge, so somewhere in in the early intermediate level. And typically, the first conversation I try to have is quite difficult. And there's a lot of pausing and trying to remember specific words, trying to remember how to say things, trying to remember how to phrase things in a grammatically correct way. So it's tough. The first time is typically very tough, but over time, it gets easier. But if you haven't even gotten to the point where you're actually 
talking to somebody else in a language, like a, a native speaker in your target language, it's easy to think that you have some level of mastery in a language. It's kind of uh, akin to taking a, a you know a math class or a, you know a science class and you know seeing the professor do problems and thinking oh yeah i know how to do that that makes sense and then you know later on you take a test and that you know overconfidence that you felt initially gets destroyed rather quickly so it's the same kind of thing with language learning until you have spent enough time really using the language and getting many, many, many hours of exposure in the language through listening, through reading. Your knowledge is fairly fragile, and the foundation is, is not super strong. I guess the point of what I'm trying to say is that it's best to have some kind of a balance between being overconfident and being overly critical or overly doubtful about your abilities in a language. That can be difficult because, you know, there are apps out there or there are websites that will attempt to test you and, and tell you what level you're at in a particular language. And in some cases, it's fairly accurate. In other cases, it's wildly inaccurate. I remember I took a test at one point, probably like two years ago, I took a test to determine my level of Portuguese, and the test I took came back and said that I was a level C1, <laughs> which is, you know, advanced level. And even though I knew that was not correct, <laughs> it couldn't have been correct, <laughs> because my real level at that time was probably somewhere around B1. Definitely not any higher than that, but it did kind of give me a, a sense of overconfidence. And some months after that, I actually um, had my first conversation in Portuguese, and that was a, a very much an eye-opener. I struggled significantly. So I don't want to discourage anybody from taking these tests, because, I mean, for me personally, they're kind of fun. You just can't take them too seriously. And, uh, you know, if, if you really do enjoy taking knowledge, or, you know, level assessment tests for languages, I would advise you to take several different ones and get kind of an average of your level. You know, if it's important to you to quantify your, your level in a language, for some people it's not important at all and just kind of go along with the process and ride the wave, so to speak. For other people, it is important to be able to quantify their progress. So I understand, but uh, don't just take one indicator from one source and use that as if it's some sort of objective indicator of your mastery in a language. Because as I said a few minutes ago, it's really only after you have absorbed the language and used the language to a significant extent, hundreds of hours, and in some cases, 
maybe over a thousand hours of, you know, listening slash reading and speaking, you know, that is when your knowledge level is really at the point where you know a language well. So again, try to avoid overconfidence. And my advice would be be confident in your abilities and be confident in particularly your ability to keep doing the things that are going to result in progress. Because really anybody can learn a language with enough motivation, enough dedication and time, and the right kinds of resources. The right kinds of resources are going to be different for different people. So be confident in your ability to learn a language, but don't be confident in something that really hasn't even been demonstrated, which is, say, your your mastery or your fluency in a language when you haven't really been in situations where you had to use it, like in conversations with native speakers. And realize that, you know, just because you, maybe you finished, say, the Duolingo course for a language or, or Busu or whatever app, if you finish the language course for a, a particular language on a particular app, that's not at all an indication that you are fluent in a language or that you are at the point where you can comfortably use it and comfortably understand native speakers and all of that. It is an accomplishment, finishing a language course on an app, but in most cases, it's not the accomplishment. <laughs> it's not the most important accomplishment, which is only going to come with many, many, many additional hours of exposure and experience with a language. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Be confident in your language learning and your ability to learn a language, but don't be overconfident in thinking that you know more than you actually know. And I've been guilty of this numerous times, more so in the past, but still probably to some extent in the present. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I will probably have a couple more episodes on uh, the dangers of particular mindsets or techniques or strategies in language learning before I finally move on to talk about resources for learning French, which will be my second language series, giving my advice on uh, different sorts of resources for, for learning a language. And with that, I will say, keep going, don't give up, be confident in your abilities, and be patient, squash the doubt, and I will talk to you next time. Goodbye.